It's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Karaoke Big E. I'm your host, Big E. And I have Jason with me again this week. Here I am. Thank you, ma'am. Here he is. Rock him like a hurricane. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, we're back again. Every week we come to here. Just like the Backstreet Boys. Did they ever? Backstreet's I never understood back. That. All right. When that song came out, were, were they around before and I never realized it? Because they said, like, they announced that they were back. Backstreet's back. And I was like, I was like, I don't remember you from the first place, but I don't know everything. Yeah, I don't know where they supposedly disappeared to. So you don't know the answer either. Mm-hmm. They very well could have been there before, went away, and then have then come back. Very well could have happened that okay. way. They could have. Because, okay, so I was watching TikTok and I caught this tickety talk where a guy goes and explains no it wasn't a tiktok it was a, it was on facebook but it was a twitter th- twitter feed <laughs> a right. guy uh, it was a it was a twitter feed on tiktok through facebook through yeah a la friends was, it was just there yeah uh a guy said that uh he believes that we are in a uh, parallel universe uh-huh that was and we're actually all dead actually we're not even a parallel universe sure we're all in a simulation okay so he says in 2012, uh-huh. when the Large Hadron Collider mm-hmm. got fired up, mm-hmm. that's when we all died. Why well, don't I do? Uh, we we purposely don't remember dying. Apparently not. And and why do we keep existing? What what is his cause for that? It didn't say. It was just kind of going on to explain the Mandela effect, and we, we and we've spoke about the Mandela effect many many a times on this show. Um. The great thing about like crazy uh, conspiracy theories is that like they can't be proven or unproven. Exactly. So you can uh, people can get caught up in that. And this is what I say to like almost everything anymore. Who cares? Who gives a shit? I feel like I am right here, right now, in this moment, and it is true that I am because I feel it. And if I'm not actually, if I'm a computer program or a simulation. Who gives a shit? I don't know it. It makes no difference to me. Very good chance I'll wake up tomorrow morning. Exactly. Whoops. Very good chance. So who gives a shit? That both of us will wake up in the morning. Mm. Do you usually wake up in the morning? When I wake up, and I know it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a beautiful day today. Because I'm naked. Do you sleep naked? I do. I don't. I, I can't sleep Completely naked. Completely in the news. I have to have my nether bits, like... I have to have them secure. I can't be flopping around or anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna land on something weird, and it's just gonna ruin my night. You gotta have secure nether bits. Speaking of that, have you seen the new commercials for the new underwear out there? It there's like there's like new underwear. Um, I think a few different brands are doing this, where there's like 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 extra material to help separate things. They're basically saying, "Hey guys, for 30, 40, maybe fifty years, we've heard you complaining." about your delicious nutsack mm. sticking to the side of your leg. Mm-hmm. Here is some extra fabric to kind of cradle and separate it from the rest of your body. You haven't seen these. I have seen the underwear that puts your sack and your twig 
You have seen it. In a separate compartment. But these are like mainstream commercials that I am seeing on the regs now. I'm seeing regular dongage. I, I, I'll tell you what. I wear boxer briefs, and I'm sometimes I kind of like karate chop between my sack and my uh, leg to kind of move my underwear up there two separate. I'm interested in this underwear. I want to see what it can do. Would you get underwear like this? I don't have a big enough twig to support it. It's been a real theme as of lately, It'd talking be, about your dick size. It would be an it would be an empty pouch. It'd be a waste of underpants. It'd be empty pouch. It would be a What's in that pouch? Nothing. Nothing. I'd have to stuff it with something mm-hmm. to make it look I mean, maybe I should get them. <laughs> You're just posturing with the cashier at the store. <laughs> maybe I should get them and then stuff a sock. Yeah. In the pouch. Stuff a sock in it, right? Stuff a sock in the pouch. <laughs> Then it'll look like I have. Now that's show content. Yeah, that'll make it look like I got major wing. Mm-hmm. That's what we all want in the end, right? Well, it, oh, yeah. it, it, I tell you this, Scott. If we're in a simulation, then why don't we all have major wings? Yeah, no shit. Yeah, if we're in a simulation, why did I get the shit into the stick in the simulation? And Major Wang, of course, being one of the Axis powers, the head of Japan, right? Yes. It was him, Mussolini, and, of course, Stalin and Hitler. Mm-hmm. The Axis powers, General Wang. General, General Major Wang. Mm-hmm. I got a Major General Wang. <laughs> I would try that underwear, though. Women have bras, they say, for years. Hey, we will lift and separate. First of all, I don't know why you want to separate. Women, you want your tits smashed together so with the illusion of more cleavage. Because somehow cleavage is attractive to men. It is to me. And then uh, It's like looking at the sun. But for, for men, we, we want we actually want to separate. By men in. One time I saw a video, and it, uh, a lady was in uh, bed with her man, and she's laying uh, next to each other. And she says, hey, what, t- uh, ask me something. And he's like, what do you want me to ask you? He says, anything you want to know about me, just ask me. And he looked at her. He said, "Do uh, do your tits fart?" And he, she said, "What?" He says, "Your tits. Do they fart?" And she's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like when they push together, they look like a butt. Do they fart? And she said, "No." And he said, "Okay, I love you. Good night." And then she had a, a look on her face like, "I will leave you tomorrow." And then I, I will left. Leave you tomorrow. I'm as free as a bird and now. And these tits will never change. change. That's, that's, whoa, the, whoa, that's the wish. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hmm. And these tits will never change. I went, um, I went to Chicago yesterday. Did you? Chicago, Illinois. It's a great city. There are different places. There's like uh, you have Portland, Oregon, uh-huh. the famous Portland. And there's like Portland, Maine. Maine, yes. And then there's like London. Some, there's another place called London that isn't the UK. You know, uh-huh. there's like... Major cities, and then like like named other cities that are smaller somewhere else. Uh, is there any other Chicago besides Chicago, I don't know. Illinois? There's, Pe- there's is another Peoria in it's Arizona, a suburb of uh, Phoenix, I believe. Yeah, Peoria, Arizona. Yep. But what about Chicago? I don't. I, I Google it. Google, Google it. I'm gonna go to Google machine. I mean, there's also you know we're in Pekin, Illinois, right now, and Pekin is kind of Peking, China, right? Is there another Chicago in the United States? Besides Illinois. According to Geodergit, there are two places named Chicago in America. There are two places named Chicago in Mexico. Hmm. There you go. Anyway, I went to Chicago, Illinois. Probably the most famous of all the Chicago. You didn't go to Chicago, Mexico? No, I did not go there. And uh, it was just a kind of a last minute thing. My daughter was like, we had nothing planned. I said, what do you want to do this weekend? She said, why don't we go up to Chicago for the day? I said, I'll go to Chicago. So we go up there. We leave early, 
And uh, we, we stop, and I do a Facebook Marketplace pickup, which is nice. And then we go up to my buddy Dave's house. He lives in the Pilsen neighborhood. It's like a Mexican neighborhood. He's got a, he's got a real nice uh, brownstone. What's that? Dave's not here, man. No, he was there. Oh, Dave was okay. totally there. Okay. Met us outside. He's got a very nice place. Him and his wife do very well. And uh, him and I and my daughter, we went out to lunch. And they were like, I think we're going to go to a Cubs game. They're playing the Diamondbacks. The Diamond of the Backs, yes. And uh, he says, all right. So we have lunch. And uh, we, we uh, say goodbye to Dave. And then we head up to Wrigleyville. Uh-huh. And it's packed. I don't think I've been to Wrigley Stadium before. Oh, really? And I, I drive right past it. And I'm not joking. It's 95 degrees outside. Yes. And the humidity, I think, is just below 300%. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute miserable day. No parking. There's a parking app called uh, Spot Hero. Mm. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. It shows you all the local spots you can park. One guy... He says, you can park in my driveway, my personal driveway that I own as a homeowner, for $1,000. Holy shit. We ended up not going into the game. Right. Because, and I think the tickets may have been sold out. And we're like, let's go to Navy Pier. So we go to Navy Pier, and it is the biggest shit show. The traffic is insane. The heat is immense. The humidity is insufferable. Mm-hmm. And we're like, let's just get... Like the fuck out of Chicago. Let's just get in our car and go fucking back home. We went to Ikea, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And we walked around there for a little bit, saw some cool stuff. And then we just like came, went to Bloomington, hung out at my brother's house a little bit. And then we went back to uh, our house in uh, East Peoria. I was just like, it was cool to go up there for the day. It's, it's fun to think that one of these major metropolitan areas, we can go there and back easily in a day and see like iconic things. Uh, but we just, we, we had to get out the kitchen, man. We could not stand the heat. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. Mama rolling that body, got every man in here wishing, sipping on coke and rum. I'm like, so what, I'm drunk. It's the freaking weekend, baby, I'm about to have me some fun. Weekend's over, baby. Bounce, bounce. Bounce, 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 bounce. That is, that is a weird musical event. Yes. Talk talk about a karaoke show and music. It's that R. Kelly thing. she wrote. That... Did that that didn't all come out at once, right? Didn't he release that like that video in chapters? And there was like infidelity. And oh, there was like that there was, was a, like a, that was trapped in the closet, not that. Oh, song. that's right. That we, was trapped in the closet. R. Kelly's a weird dude. Weird dude. Stable of underage bitches, mm-hmm. and then uh, like like a uh, piss. Piss piss on you. Drip drip drip. Poo poo poo. As gross as I think that is, I know people are into piss play, and I will say this. I will say this. If you are a celebrity, like R. Kelly, uh, he's probably fucked some underage girls for whatever reason. He was but, married to one. But he's, I mean, he's probably had sex with a ton of women of oh, all different yeah. ages, all right? At some point, you're just like, oh, great. Here's another vagina. Mm-hmm. What can I do differently now? Well, how about I piss on this lady? Mm-hmm. I think at some point, you just start delving into weird shit because you've just fucked Enough. Mm, you just woke up my hormone monster. <laughs> I have. I need to catch up on that show. <laughs> but do you think so? Like when um, Richard Gere, right? By all accounts, for me, the sexiest uh, supermodel of all time is Cindy Crawford. Mm-hmm. That's that's my personal opinion. It's mm-hmm. when I grew up. It's when I uh, first became aware of supermodels. Cindy Crawford, unbelievable American classic beauty. Mm-hmm. Richard Gere is sleeping with her mm-hmm. on the regular, and then all of a sudden, there is a rumor that he puts gerbils into his arsehole. Arse. Is that like once you fuck the hottest girl on the planet plentifully, are you saying what else can be done? 
Have you reached a limit and say, I need to I need to push this glass ceiling further? I'd like to talk to Richard Gere's hormone monster. Oh, man. I just want to sniff his cock. Mmm, tasty cock. I heard he hasn't washed it since the 90s. Ooh. Yummy. Anyway, those are my thoughts. <laughs> Here, let's get into this. I'm kicking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. That's right, folks. It's time for me to make up another story about fun things. Ooh, I got a story. Ooh, I got a story. Tell me a story. Uh, yes, two days ago. No, yesterday. Yes, no, two days ago. We're sitting there just minding our own business, you know, slinging fucking phones and whatever, and we hear a loud bang. I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was a fucking, because uh, semis come down there by there all the time. And they'll pop up on the curb, they'll drop down, and it sounds clanging like... Clanging around. It clanging around, right? So, didn't think nothing of it. One of my coworkers look outside, looks outside and goes, there's a wreck. I was like, shit. Four car fucking pile up at the fucking intersection right in front of my store. Fucking some... Uh, so, it was a 2021 Ford Bronco. That's how I know the year of that, because they just started making them again. So a 2021 Ford Bronco. That guy's got to be pissed, right? He's like, I got, I got a fresh. Uh, you all right? Oh, goose. Oh my god. The goose to my. But anyways, it's <laughs> I. What we can assume or can make up of, of watching our video is that. Oh, you the, have you have a, like an outside closed circuit television. Yes, uh, they caught it all. This it's oh, caught boy. it at all. Uh, we think the, um. Uh, the Bronco was trying to speed through the light, and the re- this other car wasn't paying attention. So the this orange car hits the fuck sideswipes the fucking Bronco, Bronco, puts the Bronco up onto the curb, bounces off the Bronco, bounce, r- bounce, 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 right, runs into a Camaro. That's just sitting there minding its own business. Runs into Camaro. And then runs into a fucking Challenger mm. that was sitting there minding its own business. Were there, were there body parts just everywhere? No, it wasn't. Human remains? Not fast enough to cause death or carnage. All right. Enough Going fast enough to fuck up four fucking very nice cars. Was the traffic horrendous? It was traffic everywhere. Did they, Were the jaws of life implemented? No. Like I said, nobody was going fast enough... To do any serious damage. What are the, what are the jaws to, of life? But I will tell you one thing. Yeah, there was not a one fucking airbag deployed in any oh, of these vehicles. Oh, is that vehicles. good or bad? That's bad. Were people hurt? Nobody was hurt. But if uh, if you think if there's an impact to anywhere near the yeah. front or the side of your vehicle, you're gonna want that. It's airbag. gonna go off. You want that airbag. You want it to come on. I uh, I remember growing up, there would be bad wrecks. People would be like uh, stuck in their cars, like the twisted metal would wrap around them, and they'd say, help get me out of here before I burn alive, because the fear is always that your cars gonna explode. Mm-hmm. And they say we got them out thanks to the jaws, jaws of, life. of life. What it is is a large hydraulically controlled. It lifts and separates. Scissor. It's basically cutting you out of the wreckage. Yes, it can cut straight through steel. Jaws of life. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost <laughs> if I wanted for like my, <laughs> my home residential use jaws of life? Sometimes I have I buy electronics, and they come in that weird folded plastic that's hard to open. Mm-hmm. Jaws of life. Three quarter million. Three, of a dollar. Wow, you 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 knew the answer. 
holy shit, $750,000 gets you a set of jaws of life. I don't know that I need them that bad. No. I might just keep using my uh, scissors. Just use your scissors. Mm Mm-hmm. Or your tin snips. Yeah, that's that's interesting. You don't see a lot of wrecks. That's I'm not joking. It's it's a it's a fucking nightmare. It, like in Chicago, just to drive around. Mm-hmm. It is. It I hate it. Hate it. It is tense. I'm not. I'm a, I'm a very. I'm an aggressive driver usually. You know, but I mean, it's just it's four lanes of people weaving back and forth and sudden stops and like there's a ton of fucking stoplights on Lakeshore Drive. No no stoplights there. Keep moving. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't like it. I, don't, I would never want to live in a big city. Hated it. Oh, three snaps. Anyway. Well, that was my little tale. I'm glad everyone's okay. I'm kicking what they're giving because I'm working for a living. Cop did come over and watch our surveillance footage, though. I wonder if it's going to be used for, like, insurance reasons. Someone's going to, like, so, well, sequ- is it sequester? Is that You what know means? Illinois is a no-fault state, right? I'm not even so, sure what that means. That means if you get in a wreck, uh-huh. it's not. Only your fault. So they can't go, you're clearly to blame. That's a no-fault state. So. What does that mean, though? It's, that it's, means the uh, any anybody involved in the accident is is at fault somehow. Even if they legitimately were just driving by, they were somehow... And, and what is that supposed to do? Unclog the court system? I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to make it to where uh, one insurer doesn't have to pay for everything. Man, funk Man, that. Man, funk that. That's stupid. Oh, man. If you get a camera, it's like, oh, yeah, clearly that guy that. Uh, uh, caused a wreck for three other vehicles. You no know, shit. That's the guy. That's your dude. We we are now a fault state. Yeah. He's okay. at fault. You wanna, would you like to sing? You're going to start. I'm going to start? Uh-huh. What am I singing? Uh, you're going to sing that Men one at work? song. Men at work. Men at work. Um, yeah, I'm going to sing a song. You probably you probably hear uh, me saying, and you're like, God, I don't like that. I press uh, f- uh, forward thirty seconds no. repeatedly, and I don't blame you. But if if you do stick around to hear me sing songs, I usually sing songs from like the '80s and the '90s because I don't know anything. You got a lovely, lovely singing voice. That's um, I'm, I can't even look you in the eye when you say something like that to me. Uh, <laughs> look me in the eye and tell me you love me. Who can it be now? Uh, Nineteen eighty-two single. By the Australian band Men at Work. It was first released as a single in Australia in 1981, prior to the recording of their 1981 debut album, Business as Usual, on which uh, the track was later included. Are you, were you a Men at Work fan? No. No. I like the Who Can It But what song is this? Who Can It Be Now? I, I like the one um, Down Under. Come yeah, from a I down come under. from a land down under. There's another song I can't think of off that. But well, women blowing they plunder. I, I think they're good. I like these guys. Um, Who Can It Be Now reached number two on the Australian singles chart in August of that year and was awarded a gold disc for sales over five or 50,000 copies in Australia. The song also hit number 45 in New Zealand, released in Canada in early 1982, and the track peaked at number eight late in July. This spurred an American release of the song and the single by then well over a year old. Went on to hit number one in the U.S. in October of 82. Who Can It Be Now is also a modest hit in the U.K., Reaching number forty-five, I'm gonna see if there's any information about here. No critical reception. David Frick, which is you know, do you know David Frick, like legendary Rolling Stone reviewer. Oh, really? Like legitimately has like tens of thousands of albums. Has has reviewed everything. I know Jimmy Frack. No, it's completely different. Okay. He he commended it by noting Ham's blowsy sax and the rousing chorus of voices voices raised in alcoholic harmony. 
spark the rugged boogie of who can it be now. That's pretty good praise. Pretty good praise. Pretty good. Yeah, so I was hoping there's going to be more information. There's, there's truly not, so I'll probably just sing the song. All right, well, here's this little tablet. I'm a fan of Men at Work. Step up to the mic and give it all you got, Junior. Are you freezing down here? No. Do you know the song? I know a little bit of it. Do you know the... Like some of the uh, the moaning in the background and stuff? I probably do. All right, I want you to chime in when you can. Okay. Colin, that's the guy who sings it. It's a good song. Carafun.com. Who can it be knocking at my door? Go away. Don't come around here no more. Can't you see that it's late at night? I'm very tired and I'm not feeling right. All I wish is to be alone. Stay away, don't you invade my home. Best off if you hang outside. Don't come in, I'll only run and hide. Who can it be now? 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 Who can it be knocking at my door? Make no sound, tiptoe across the floor. If he hears, he'll knock all day. I'll be trapped, and here I'll have to stay. I've done no harm, I keep to myself. There's nothing wrong with my, my state of mental health. I like it here with my childhood friend Here they come Those feelings again Who can it be now? 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 Is it the man come to take me away? Why do they follow me? It's not the future that I can see It's just my fantasy Sax was king in the 80s, wasn't it? There's a reason for that Parts. You didn't know him, thank you. And that's a to me, that's another classic example of. Do those guys sound Australian when they're singing? No, 
They don't. They they sound like y- you and or I, right? Mm-hmm. What do we have? Do we have visitors? No, I thought I heard. It. Is it just you farting again? It's me farting again. Have, have you come to a point where you, you don't even know if you're farting? Yeah, I, I totally just don't even know anymore. I would. Uh, I'd kill for that. Just the, the complete lack of awareness going through life without having to clinch. How you know how much time a day I waste clinching? Really? Do you clinch a lot? I'm a classic clincher. You a classic clincher? I'm a clinchman. I gotta find something. Um, do you have no idea what you're gonna sing? No, I do. I just gotta find it. Well, uh, you want to tell me what it is, and I can read about it while you're doing it. Patience by Guns N' Roses. I, you know, I don't even know if I know that song, but I do know that it is a uh, song by American rock band Guns N' Roses, which appears on the album. Do you know what it is? Sex, uh, no lies. G, yeah, GNR lies. Yep. And was released as a single in 1989. The song peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. The song is a ballad played uh, using three acoustic guitars and was recorded in a single session by producer Mike Klink. A music video of the song was shot and appears on the band's music video DVD. Welcome to the videos. Uh, Let's see here. The motivation for the track is generally accepted to be the troublesome relationship between Axl Rose and his now ex-wife Erin Everly. Though uh, this was never stated in the album or interviews, according to the uh, bass guitarist Stuff McKagan, Axel came up with a great lyric seemingly out of nowhere that, of course, became the story and melody of that song. It has also been stated by the band that Stradlin wrote the song about his ex-girlfriend, Angela Nicoletti McCoy. Steven Adler did not record on the track, although in some live performances prior to the release of the album, such as their performance at the Orange County Fair in New York in the summer of 1988, percussion and electronic instruments were used some good information there. Good, uh, you know this song is i remember this this hold on let me before i put this on here this song or this album has a little bit of controversy around it as well i don't know if you know anything about it i don't know a ton about guns and roses um, I, I know what most people know there is a song on here about oh fuck there's a couple songs in here there's a song here G- GNR lies. lies there's a song in here called i used to love her mm-hmm. But I had to kill her. I do know that song. Yes. She bit so much. She drove me nuts. Was that a controversial song? Because he had to, he was talking that about too. Killer, and right? then there's another one about it's, there's a uh, there's a lyric in here called and he says like immigration faggots don't mean I'll find it when I'm done. I'll find the song. There was liberal use of the f word. Uh, yeah, it was sure. bad. Uh, but I will step up to the mic <laughs> and give it all I got. And with that, and I'll get back to it after the song. <laughs> here we go. Here we go, here we go. Okay. Shed a tear cause I'm missing you I'm still alright to smile 
Girl, I think about you every day now Was a time when I wasn't sure But you set my mind at ease There is no doubt you're in my heart now Said woman, take it slow, it'll work itself out fine All we need is just a little patience Said sugar, make it slow and we'll come together fine All we need is just a little patience I sit here on the stairs Cause I'd rather be alone If I can't have you right now I'll wait, dear Sometimes I get so tense But I can't speed up the time But you know, love, there's one more thing to consider Said woman, take it slow and things will be just fine You and I just use a little patience Said sugar, take the time cause the lights are shining bright You and I've got what it takes to make it we won't fake it Oh, we'll never break it Cause I can't take it Go, so. Little patience, yeah. Mm, yeah. Need a little patience, yeah. Just a little patience, yeah. Some more pay. I've been 
walk in the streets at night Just trying to get it right Hard to see with so many around And no, I don't like being stuck in the crowd Where the streets don't change but maybe the name I ain't got time of the day Cause I need you Yeah, yeah, I need you Hey, great job on that song. There is the end there. I kind of recognize. I grew up in a time, uh, mid '90s to like early aughts, where I was listening to the radio a lot. I don't remember that song being on there. Really? And I listened to stations that were like rock music, and then sometimes I listened to classic rock. I feel like. 80s rock is absent from that in that time period because it wasn't quite wasn't quite classic rock yet and it wasn't new rock to be on the radio right. so it's kind of it fell in that void I don't remember that being on the radio you probably do though I was I was 7 or 8 when that song came out Oh yeah I was I was high school You were nuts deep in music I was I'm like 8th grade ninth grade That's yeah that's prime time GNR was my life I, we loved Joe when that came out fucking what are the guys like the original lineups together, right? Except for one dude. Is, is it Adler that's not a part of it? I don't know. I think it's Steven Adler's not there. Like Duff McKagan slash Axel, and then a fourth guy. This is a song that was controversial. I don't know if they've changed the words. Or it was anything. on that album? Which, which song? It's called One in a Million. Okay. This is where he said that, uh, that word you said earlier. A lot of whistling back then. Yeah. And just just so everyone at home listening knows, that was Scott whistling the entire up front on that previous yep. song. You are. You're one in a million, babe. 
that, lot, that line's kind of hurt a minute. Is that what we're waiting for? This was not a single, though, right? So that word and the N-word previously... Yeah, he had had to apologize for some people. In 89, he did. Really? Okay. Like this? It's all Greek to me. Yeah, so this all got him in. And then, uh... This is the other one. Kind of, kind of country. I used to love her. Is that right? Okay. This song, I think, what did play on the radio? Yes. Right? This was a single. Okay, I remember this song. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I had to put her six feet under, and I can still hear her complain. I used to love her, yeah, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, ooh, yeah, to kill her. I knew I'd miss her, so I had to keep her. She's buried right in my backyard. Oh, yeah. They play this on the radio. Oh, oh, yeah. There's nothing bad about this. Oh, yeah. What's controversial about this? That's no worse than uh, uh, Eminem driving him, him and uh, everybody off the bridge. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, ooh, yeah, but I had to kill her. She bit so much, she drove me nuts. And now I'm happier this way, yeah. You know, uh, Axel Rose is an anagram. You know what an anagram is? No. You're taking a word or a couple words to create new words. Axel Rose isn't his real name. Right. If you take the word Axel the way he spells it, and Rose the way he spells it, and rearrange the letters, it can be oral sex. Wow. I used to love her, but I had to kill her. I used to love her, ooh, yeah. had to kill her, I had to put her, ooh, six feet under, 
And I can still hear her complain. Oral sex. I wanted to be a... Uh... You never heard that before? Oral sex? Uh-uh. Axel Rose? No, 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 no. Oh, his real name is probably like James Hill. His name's probably Henry Zabrowski or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, that'll never play. Something so Jewy that we can't... Even you It's like, I can't be in a heavy metal outfit and have a be called uh, Earl Saint Idol. I can't be playing dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. Is he a Jewish guy? I don't know. Hmm. He might be. Slash might be. Jay, he's a he's a giant. Card-carrying Jew? Card-carrying member of the Jewish community. You know what? Uh, I, last year, I went uh, to a Jewish deli for the first time. Oh, yeah? And I said, I would like a bagel and lox. Lox and bagels. And they said, would you like an everything bagel? I said, what do you recommend? He says, I recommend an everything bagel. And then he ma- he's making those. And I said, I will also have a black and white cookie. And I'd seen, have you ever seen a black and white cookie before? Uh-uh. That's exactly what it sounds like. It's a large cookie. Oh, yeah, I have seen the black and, and white it's, cookie. And yeah, it's half Half, black, half white, half black domino. Icing on the top. And I'm, the first time I came in contact with that was watching the, uh, the sitcom known as Seinfeld. Yes. Seinfeld himself is a Jewish guy. Uh-huh. He goes to a Jewish deli. He orders the black and white cookie, and he's enjoying the cookie. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's black and white. And then he sees a black man also enjoying a black and white cookie, and they, and they take a moment and they nod to each other. And the audience erupts in laughter because it is very funny. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the black and white cookie is really very good. Yes. If you ever have a chance to get a I Jewish I think I have had cookie, one. It is very... And I'll, I will say this. Bagel and Lox, extraordinarily good. Very good. So um, I love me some good Jew food. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, those people got some good... I'll pass on the Gavelta fish. Yeah. But bring on the bring on the schmear, won't you? Bring on the schmear. Oh, man, they know how to... They know how bring to on the bagels. Woo. Bring on the lox. Lock stocking, two smoking bagels. Mm, I'll take two. I don't know much about uh, GNR. I didn't know that those songs caused controversy, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I think there's two things to think about with that first one, with some of the uh, racial epithets and uh, homophobic phrases being used. Mm-hmm. And I would say that first of all, uh, there, the context is key. Second of all, there's the time frame. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying these are things that to think about. Right. Um, there's the time frame in which he said those things. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it right now, obviously. Didn't make it right back then. And, and uh, third of all is just the right to free speech. Nothing you and I say will ever matter. People vote every day with money. If they don't want to hear uh, Axl Rose anagram for oral sex drop N-bombs on the album, then they won't pay for the album. That's right. So, some people might want to hear that, but they're not buying it because of that. It just happens to be on there. Mm-hmm. You know, At the end of the day, it's you're voting with your monies. Mm-hmm. But it did, back in that time, cause some controversy. He made some uh, people mad, and he had to apologize for it. Yeah, I have no frame of reference for that at all. No, I'm, I'm glad you bring that knowledge. I think I saw it on VH1 or something. It wasn't MTV News with Kurt Loder. Eighty nine. It probably wasn't Kurt Loder yet. Kurt Lodem, <laughs> right on his face. Tabitha Sore End. Ooh. Hilarious. Ananda Lewis. Oh, she was a babe. Do you remember Ananda Lewis? Uh, no. Great A babe. Really? Um, guess what? We started watching last night. The 30th anniversary of the very first Real World. Oh, the reunion season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not friend of this show, but True friend of True story. Show, uh, Tim Wasson. Yeah. Him and uh, Amanda Wolford and Brian Wolford. Again, all three friends of the another show that I do. 
they host a, a podcast locally called Challenged mm-hmm. based on uh, the challenge on MTV. And their podcast does very well. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of adjacent to the real world. It's kind of an amount. Well, yeah, most of the people came from real world or road rules. I do you Did you watch the first season of real world when it Fuck came out? Fuck yeah. I think I became aware of it season two. I, I think I watched season two and three, <clears throat> maybe part of four. I watched them and all I, the way through till I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's, let's count them. It was, it was New York. New York. And then it was San for L.A.? I, I think know. it was L.A., then San Francisco, and then I think I, four was London. I know. Yeah, I think I watched a Boston one, a Seattle one. Yeah, those were all early ones. Um, I watched... Uh, I'm sure there was a Chicago. I watched one an somewhere. Austin one. They were in Austin, Texas, because when think, Austin got we- got weird. I think after like Seattle or Boston, like I, I became not. I mean, I was never watching them religiously, but after one of those fourth or fifth seasons, I just became disillusioned and didn't care at all. Hey. I, I never watched any of, but like two and three, I, I kind of knew about like Pedro with the AIDS, Pedro Puck with his uh, boogers and his peanut butter, yep, yep. London with uh, a heart in a box and getting your tongue bit. It's all just uh, canned bullshit. Yep. How was this reunion special? Uh, these we folks watched who were probably one? in their early 20s. They're 50 now. And they're all 50. 50 plus. I can't imagine there's even a market to see 50-year-olds on TV, period. No offense. It's just it's a young market. Um, It, it was interesting. Uh, Eric, uh, Eric Neese, the stud boy from the first one. Uh, COVID. COVID kept him from doing the show in person, so... He was around remotely. Remotely, yes. Remember, he was a uh, host of MTV's He's The Grind. grind yeah, yeah. Like, like that hard body back on. Yeah, TV. he was. So uh, how did how did it go? Did these people hold up? Um, no. Eric, yes. Uh, Julie, no. She looks like a fifty year old woman. You yeah. know, Heather B's black, so black don't crack. Yeah, she pretty much looks the same. Um, Kevin's put on a lot of weight. Kevin's the black dude, the activist. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Andre. Pretty much looks like an old version of Andre. Was Andre the guy with the long hair? Yeah, he was the Seattle-looking guy. Okay, yes. Um, Becky is the only one that I think is improved. I don't remember her. She was kind of like short hair, uh, little mop top, little thing. Um, that was the look back then. Oh, yeah. My God. She was. Uh, she's the only one who kind of. Kind of still looks good. She didn't look good, but then she looks better now. She kind of be- got better with age. Back then, it was like let's put all these motherfuckers. What it was in, in, in an apartment or a house. All for like was it like six weeks, twelve weeks? I don't remember what it was. And they, they just videotape it and they edit together to tell stories and make people become certain characters. How do they do it now? How was the show done? Uh, was it the same style? Same way, but this time they only stayed together for six days. Oh come on! They six were scheduled days. six days. Um. They were all, all seven of them were some kind of artist. Really? Yes. All seven of them that were picked to be in the house. MTV's like, we want to get seven artists together. Back then? Yes. Okay. Because um, er- in Eric some Neese way, was Eric a, is a dancer and a model. I was saying a model. I remember that. Julie was a dancer. Was she really? Yes. Okay. Heather B is a rapper. Okay. Um, Andre? Andre actually was a musician. Kevin? I think he was a rapper, but he was he was even kind of an activist back then. You mentioned activist, but I didn't see how that crossed over to be um, artistic to any way. I don't know what his he did something art. It had to have been because it was seven artists. Um, the one guy I forgot his fucking name now. On not Andre. Oh god, the other one. Oh fuck, I forgot his name. Anyways, he was an artist. He had his own art gallery. Um, 
That, so, that was back then. And then Becky was a musician slash artist, too. What's going on now with these people? Uh, they filmed it in the same way, you said, in six days. I think in six days. Which seems weird. Well, there's a, there's a lot of things that uh, old Kevin never got off his chest. Oh, really? Did he unload on some of these well, people? No, not off his chest, but he pissed a lot of... Uh, he pissed a lot of them off back because he kept, he, you know, he threw, kept throwing race in most of their faces. So, so was, was there a lot of cuts back to the old show? Mm-hmm. God, they're together for only six days, and there's a lot of cuts to the old show. That didn't seem like there's a lot of fucking content for the new one. And they're fucking an hour apiece. That makes six of them an hour sense. long. There's only six episodes? Yeah. So um, is it worth watching? Would you say watch it? Uh, if, yeah. If, if you lived through the first one and you're a fan of the first season, would you say go revisit this? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm going to finish watching it. I might check it out. It's on Paramount Plus. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, for as long as I have Paramount Plus, I'm not paying $10 a month for that fucking shit. shit. There's some good stuff. I got to find somebody with some logins, some free Kenny Logins. I'm not free Kenny Logins? Yeah. RIP <laughs> Kenny Logins. <laughs> Highway to the free zone. Ugh. Shit, we've been chatting. I'm saying Kenny Rogers, not Kenny Loggins. Kenny Kenny Loggins is still alive. Yes, my bad. Yes, he's written the highway to the danger zone. That's right. Do you think he did the soundtrack to the new Top Gun movie? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> When's that supposed to come out? I think it's been done for a while. It's just like oh, just sitting on his COVID shelf. I think it comes out in November or something. I want to see it. I can't. I don't even know what it's called. But like Tom Cruise is sixty, uh-huh. and he he looks. He's he, the guy's a fucking legend. Yep. Right. Yep. No middle tooth. No middle tooth. He's got no. Does anyone have a middle tooth? Check. No, no gap. He has a middle tooth. There's no gap between his two teeth. So this one of these teeth line instead of lining lining like you know your nose is usually splits in the middle. You know, splits in the middle. <laughs> one <laughs> one of his teeth is directly in the middle. Okay. So if you find the picture on the internet, once you see uh. it. You'll never unsee it. I don't care how crazy he is. I love Tom Cruise. I think the guy is a. a, a I, he's got a reputation for being an unbelievably nice guy. Show me the money! And just like a hard ass worker. The dude cares. Like he cares about being an actor and being in the business. The dude cares. I don't know. I love Tom Cruise. I, I've loved him for years. Jason. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Are we done? No more singing? No more this week. Okay. We've sung it all. I sung it all. And I sung it now. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for being here. Give me a reason to leave my house and then drink Give beers. Give me just a reason to just leave my house and drink some beers. Um, check out Jason's other works. Yeah. He's in a podcast called Couch Pilots. Yes. Him and the, the owner of this home, uh, Captain Philip Restisher. Uh, We're approaching our 300th episode, and we've had some... Genuinely 100. awesome interviews. As yes. Of so, if you like interviews with like notable people, I hate interviews, but because you do them. Oh, do you hate interviews? Oh, I them? hate interview shows. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, have, you, have you listened to the ones I've done? Them. I well, because I only live, only work two minutes away. I can't listen to anything. I'm now. not offended if you haven't, but I didn't know if you've listened to any of the ones I've done. No, mm, no that's no. fine. That's fine. I, I, not I, that I don't want to, because I'll still listen. Because eventually, you'll get to the the good part of the show. Mm-hmm. The interview part is not the good part of the show. The one that I do. Your interviews are fine, but I don't like interviews. Okay. I just do not like the format. We always, on Couch Pilots, we always reach out to the people. The Couch Pilots is a show 
where we watch failed television pilots, and I always reach out to the people involved, and sometimes we get information back, but as of late, we were, we were on a little bit of a hot streak of interviewing people directly involved. And there are some people out there with very good stories yeah. and very good information, and people of note that are still working today. Mm-hmm. I talked to a guy for over an hour that worked with like directly every day with David Letterman for 25 years. David Letterman? I'm not joking. Let- I Whoa. love Letterman's on my Mount Rushmore. And so that was an awesome get for me. Um, but yeah, check out that show. And then I do a show about, uh, you know what I mean, Vern? Ernest you know P. Worrell. The, the Ernest the Ernest, Ernest P. Worrell Preservation Society. Yeah. That's a good check one. Check that one out. That's about um, scripts that were created for Ernest by the actual people that created the guy, the character. Uh, scripts that were never made. We that's, read through these things and we talk about them. It's an interesting show. If you, if you like Ernest, then you'll love that. That's Dustin and you and Hoover Boss. That's right. Uh, check out uh, the Sixer. Comes out every Thursday. I don't. I've been like I said. I work two minutes away from home now, so I don't get to listen to anything anymore unless I fall asleep to it. You know, I got to get that one that one streaming for Karaoke Biggie, so I do listen to that one. There you go. Yeah, the Sixer is a great show that Kevin does. Um, it's six songs with a theme. And so he's playing music, but in between he talks about it, and a lot of times he has guests, and in some cases he has people come in and record their own versions of that podcast, and he, and he will play those. So uh, that's a lot. That's a great show that Kevin's been doing, I think, for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, it started during COVID times. Yep, um, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Check out those sister programs. Really big, really big show. It's a big, big show. Big shoe. I'm gonna uh, play this song here. Thank you, Scott. Oh, thank you. Thank you for thank you for everything that you do. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on anywhere podcasts can be. Jaws of Life. Check or get yourself a Jaws of Life. Only three quarter of a million dollars. You've got that sitting around in your bank. You know you've got. You do. And remember. You can't be a star if you don't shine. Peace.